This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dr. Drew here, and this is just a reminder that the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care or medical evaluation. This is purely for entertainment and education. We hope you learn something, but see your doctor, get proper medical care. Now, there are a lot of factors that lead to recovery and particularly success in recovery, but programs that challenge patients, that don't gratify them, that often is the most effective. And that's what we like about Last House Sober Living in Los Angeles. Last House structured program based on accountability and your actions, living a certain kind of life. Not like those luxury treatment centers that kind of feed the narcissism, entitlement, and selfishness. Last House works to combat the learned helplessness some of these millennials have. Also, device dependency. A lot of places uh, shrink from that one. And the codependent family system that needs a lot of help. Community challenges addicts with disciplinary systems that teaches them consequences for their choices and actions. The program isn't easy. In fact, it's quite difficult. It's supposed to be difficult. It's hard work to recover. Their theory is, much like diamonds, recovered addicts are forged under pressure. If you or a loved one is looking for a program that aligns with so many of the characteristics we believe lead to a successful recovery, please have a look at Last House. Learn more, visit thelasthouse.net. Again, that is thelasthouse.net. Visit them today. You are listening to the This Life Podcast with Dr. Drew Pinsky and me, Mike Catherwood. That's right. We're doing it this time. So check it out. Thanks for listening. You live. Indeed, you live. Give us a call, 323-649-8268. That's 323-649-8268. And again, go to doctor.com. Check out all the family of pods and everything we have there on Facebook. Emily Morris <laughs> is still with us here, the family of pods. Uh, strangely produced by my family. It's funny how that works. <laughs> my, the first lady of love is producing it. So, Mike, uh, we promised people we would open with the Burt Kreischer, Joe Rogan conversation about being sober. I was just, I was so surprised. Absent, so, I, like, uh, I guess about two weeks into October, they did a, a recent podcast, 10 Days In or something like that. And um, I was just so surprised to hear that they were discovering so many positive aspects out of not drinking or smoking weed, you know? like It happens fast. Well, yeah, but I didn't assume because I don't see either gentleman as being an, an actual addict, you know? So I didn't think that there would well, be that much okay. notice difference, well, well, you know? I, I, I agree. You know, you and I have a similar feeling about what a, quote, actual addict is, right? Well, I, just, yeah. I know it when I see it. Yeah, yeah. A- and we have new categories these days of sort of dependent users that are sort of not real addicts per se. I totally agree. I yeah. mean, who am I to argue with the doctor? Yeah. But I only see that really happening with, with opiates. With opiates. I, uh, but I, I, Where they're not, a, you're not an addict, you're not chemically an okay. addict, but the pills have gotten All right, you. so let's, let's talk about the two molecules that are at issue, which okay. is alcohol and pot. Would you agree that there are tons of binge alcohol users out there? Hell yeah. They're not real addicts in the way you think of an addict, but they can get into real trouble and can need general treatment. Especially right? because of the nature of that drug. Right. Alcohol can get okay. you. So that's Bird's yeah. zone, right? Yeah. So, so it makes sense that he would have some benefit from stopping. And he right. would, it would probably was using a lot more than he realized. And certainly was having much more effect on his sleep and his affect and the thinking and other yes. things. Cannabis. Same exact thing. People, he had probably had no trouble stopping Joe, but he didn't realize how much it was affecting him. And yeah, it, that's the that's the really difficult thing about weed. It has very profound effects that that people lose their insight into seeing what's happening. Well, I've always said I feel real bad for everybody. Always laughs at the guy who comes into a, 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 an NA meeting or an in, inpatient facility with weed being his his or her mm-hmm. drug of choice. Mm-hmm. And I say, no, 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 don't laugh. That I feel bad for that person because. You can live a, a, a life being addicted to weed, being yep. a weed. And get support. Not, and, not only yeah. is it easier to sort of keep functioning and, yeah. and convince yourself you are a functioning, yeah, I've had no effects, 
the world reinforces that. You are you are forced to take a hard, good hard look in the mirror when it's coke or meth yeah. or alcohol, yeah. especially yeah. alcohol. Yeah. But um, I, you know, I, I just uh, one thing that uh, Joe said on the Joe Rogan Experience uh, episode with Burt Kreischer, the most recent one that I found really like really interesting. He's like he's like I'm having dreams. Yeah, I haven't yeah. had dreams in years. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, I wonder how that plays out, like, in the brain. It's just- sleep disturbance. And he's going to have messed up sleep for a while now. He's going to notice that improving, too. You think? Yeah. yeah. Is he, did he quit, quit? They're, they both are doing Sober October. Okay. So I don't Emily, think. Emily's don't, like, whatever. I'm just like, everyone does that. I'm like, clearly there's an addiction. When people have to stop like that, like but Sober don't October have, or neither, Sober January. Neither of them had, it's a really long story. Neither of them had to. It was a collective. A bunch of comics got together and dared each right. other to do all this good. stuff. Well, no, I think it's healthy. I yeah. think it's good. And Pat is so much stronger now, too, that I think that people don't realize. Well, that, that is a thing that people, there's no, it, like, regular weed doesn't exist anymore. No. And, like, <laughs> the weed I smoked daily in high school, oh, yeah. you don't smoke that daily. No. And that was already it's, 10 times stronger than what we were dealing exactly. with when I was in high it's, school. It's, yeah. But but to your to your point, though, when people have to make deals around substances. Right? Like, there you go. Yeah. It's a problem there. It's a problem. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. If let's say I was to be twenty year old Mike on involved in this deal that uh, Bert and and Tom Segura and Joe Rogan they're all making, I would get three days in and I would be there would be no update podcast where I'm going, dude, it's amazing. I go and have You'd coffee. Be seizures. I would be going, guys, this isn't funny. Yeah. Like we got to stop. So yeah. that so when people say yeah. like, well, if you have to make deals, I was like, these guys aren't really making deals. They're just kind of busting each other's chops. It, 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 but again, it's. The, which is a very relevant and meaningful conversation, which is, you know, when is addiction addiction? And, yeah. and right. we, we've, we have become a little casual with our use of the language. Uh, yeah, where, that's true. You know, where yeah. everyone's an addict, everyone's got a behavior addiction. And, so, and, and I, I always, for me, it was always helpful to have a very broad swath of how I understood the condition because it helped me understand the biology and helped me predict where things were likely to go and helped me help people. But I, I think in the culture, it's been a little overdone. Here's my thing, too, is that so many people, um, and, and I, I look at it as like a, a real blessing that uh, perfect strangers would feel like I'm someone they can turn to. I mean, it really means a lot to me. It, it, I don't take it for granted. But because I've been open about recovery, a lot of guys uh, will come up and be like, hey, man, I don't know if I'm an addict. I don't know if I'm an alcoholic, but blah, blah, blah. And I go, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. If you really you like, if you feel it. like if you want to stop, yeah. what, what is the clinical definition of it? I was like, I don't know. It's above my pay grade. I, 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 I was like, if you really want to work on quitting drinking, quitting using drugs – that's your business. If you don't, then don't. And I, I got to tell you something. When I worked with Russell Brand last week, we did that yeah. thing at LA Talks or Talks Live Talks LA. I guess it's called his his version, his way of communicating the twelve step. It was very clever. He goes, "Are you effed? Yeah. Would you like to be less effed? Yeah. Would I mean, you like? That's, that's your first step. Are you effed? Let's talk about it. Uh, would you like to be less effed? The second step. Uh, would you, are but you willing then, to commit yourself to being less effed? But like, then you're getting into weird territory because there's plenty of people who drink or use yeah. that are fucked that. It's not because of the drugs and alcohol. They, I mean, that's a weird sketchy well, cer- Certainly, There's it, a lot of dual diagnosis that goes but, on. But that, they're not saying – he didn't say, are you effed because you drink? Yeah. He said just, are you effed? Would yeah. you like to like be less so? In some way, not, 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 not would you effed. like to be perfectly healthy. Would you like to be less effed? Yeah. Right. And, and, the, and that's a good place to start. Let's take some calls here. Again, the number is 323-649-8268. And this here is – Terry has been on hold. Uh-oh. Um, there we go. Terry has been on hold a little while here. I seem to be having difficulty getting this uh, system to work again. Maybe you want to pull him up, Nate. Or this Nate Dog. Is Terry up? Nate's. Working. Well, here's another thing, real quick, while we get the call yep. up. That's another. We're listening to Joe and and Bert. What I recognized was me listening to it. I go, I don't speak your language, and that's mm. how I, another w- reason I knew. Where if you were to talk to me ten days in, I would be going, Oh, this is fucking terrible. I can't yeah. wait till yeah. September for or. Uh, November first. Yeah. I can't wait. I mean, I counting that they were talking about all the all the unnoticed benefits, benefits that came yeah. around, and and they were just kind of waxing poetic about it. Yeah, they. I'm sure they missed their their drug, whatever it was. But there there was the acknowledgement of these highlights. It, it, There's no it, acknowledgement of no, even I, even when I wanted to young, get clean. But, but, no, but even yeah. when I wanted to get clean, I'm in an t- inpatient program for a long period of time. I'm like, this is to save my own life. I'm like, oh no, this sucks. I mean, I'm saving my life, but this is fucking horrible. I love cocaine and alcohol. And, and, and to be fair, um, in a weird way, see, I always felt like guys like that had it better because yeah. they knew it's a they were. Hmm. While a guy like 
birth right, is still like, well, trying, sure. yeah, still trundling along, able to control it, not, and they, yeah. it can it can do a lot of damage. Because there hasn't the been the, con- the severe consequences. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's like uh, my friend's dad got into recovery in like his fifties, mm. and he was like a heavy drinker in college and stuff, and and he and he, um, but he never. He never did the DUIs, the jail, the the hospital, and so then he finally saw started seeing those drastic consequences in his fifties. And he was talking to me about it, and he's like, "Man, I really wish I would have just nipped this in the bud in my twenties because I really wish I would have had where it didn't hurt anybody, but I would have gone to jail or I would have yeah. had something to, to because Lord right. knows how much better I could have been as a yeah. family man in that's my right. career. You, hear that, but, yeah. you know, that's yeah. right. That that's that that I see a lot of. But uh, Terry, go ahead. Hi. Hey, Terry. Hello. 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 We're, we're here. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Hey there. <laughs> Hello. We are here. You speak. You this talk. This is now. where you talk. <laughs> oh, hi. This is Terry. I'm from Utah. Yeah. I'm, Magic um, underwear. Yeah. Um, just outside of Salt Lake City. Sick. I've um I've listened to you guys since 2004. Um. Right before I had my second daughter, and you helped me with raising kids. My relationship got better. I've been married almost twenty years. Nice. And um, yes, I've. Um, holy cow! Doctor Drew is a god. <laughs> uh oh, I swear he literally helped me save my marriage. Just um, trying to work myself out. <laughs> really. And um, yes. It's um, been a crazy ride, but we're doing it. Great, Terry. And um, I have to say thanks to um, Mike for the dick pics and getting me ready for my son. <laughs> nice. What? Because I ran into my first. Yes. <laughs> my son's 10 years old. And my first um, run-in with that was when we I took them to the lake and I was leaving. And there was a picture of a penis and it said c-o-c-k mm-hmm. but there was a little happy f- smiley face in there <laughs> <laughs> i didn't freak out because i know mike says that's kind of normal <laughs> oh yeah i don't even know what's going on you said yeah. your dick, i don't know your first but, dick pic you felt okay with because michael because mike calmed she, her down about it she would have freaked out totally oh i get she it she understands okay. that there are plenty of there are plenty of straight men that are obsessed with yeah. penis yeah okay I love he's my He's my only son, so there's a lot of things that I'm not aware of. But you're aware that a um, penis exists because you had a son, so therefore <laughs> you had to have seen one. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I have two, two older daughters, and so I wasn't, you know, Mike got me ready for a lot of things. Yeah, it's oh, a very simple piece of machinery. Say, <laughs> how can so we help what, Yeah, Terry, how can we help today? What's going on? Um, just how, how am I... Um, what do I get ready for with my um, daughter graduating high school next year? And, you know, like, as I, my kids, what kind of emotions come with that stuff? Hey, Susan, you want to bring it? Yeah, you've got, you've got a, uh, someone who's been through it here. Oh, wait, I was she's, doing she's social media. So She was asking, you know, as her kids leave for college, what kind of emotions should she expect? Oh, all, all your kids are leaving no, for not, college? No, no we time? only had that experience. <laughs> they're, they're, she's doing it the old-fashioned way, leaving one at a time, but she's wondering the first one's about to go. You know, that's a big topic on uh, com every time this, the school year comes around. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, women are just looking for answers, but... I had a very unique situation because I had three at the same time and I was extremely busy for 18 years. And it was, I had three 18 year olds in the house at the same time and they were all kind of mean to me. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) I, the minute I got them all packed up and out and and gone, it was almost sort of a relief, you know, for me. Um, and your two, your two sons are gay. She made it. She made it very I got to hard travel a lot, but but Drew and I reconnected, and I think the biggest part of it was that he and I reconnected on this new level where we had a lot of free time with each other. We could have more intimacy without worrying about somebody hearing us or doing anything. And actually, it was really a good experience for me. But they all left at once. Now, if you have one at a time, it might be a little harder. And- but yeah. It, but it, but it's the same idea. Yeah. You got to look for those things that that will be beneficial. Exactly. And Drew had three TV shows and he was super busy, so it didn't bother him at all. And I was super busy too, but but it is like 
I think I felt it more when they finished college, they came back and then they left again. Mm. Yeah. It was weird when they would come and go. Oh that my. was weird. The coming and going was weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would like, cause I'd be cooking dinner and then yeah. all of a sudden one would move out and then I wouldn't have anybody in the house for like three days and then another one would move back in. Yeah. But, but I think you, I think if you have more to do with your life and you find, like I had to figure out what I was going to do with my life and I had to get a job and I ended up, yeah. now I'm, pro, I'm See, now look what I'm happened. Look at your hair producing. It took me six years to figure it out, but it was, it was like my job was to figure out how to make myself happy <laughs> and, and do stuff that, you know, I wanted to contribute too. I wanted yeah. to make money and cause I hadn't been able to make money in 18 years. So whatever it is that turns you on and makes you happy, you need to focus on yeah. that and you might be able to do it while they're one by one leaving. Yeah. You can and, build to it anyway. And I, one one rule that I have is the first year of college, you try to make it like the best year of their life. Let them get from beginning to end so that they have a positive experience. Like Drew found out he had prostate cancer. So we held the okay. information until after they got out in the summer because we didn't want them worrying. We wanted them to go. and The, just the first like year is, is a very treacherous time. Focus. for It's yeah. just a difficult time. There's yeah. a lot of – a lot of kids drop out those years. The dirty little secret about college admissions yeah. is only a certain percentage stay in those colleges. Yeah. And a lot of colleges are yeah. geared up to anticipate that. Families need to anticipate that. And no matter what, you got to help them stay there. Get it's, a positive prognostically, first it's year. better if they stay in that in that environment for that entire year. So that's sort of my I'm with you. intuition. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Terry. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, you got it. Uh, All right, thank you. Thank you. you Bye. See, Nate, I still can't. Oh, there you go. Do you do that for me? Okay, thank you. Uh, again, our number is 323-649-8268. So, Emily, you didn't tell us about your daily life. You said it's it's getting... Oh, no. it's Tell us know. about your Mexican masseuse. Oh, it's... He gave it's you chorizo. Right. No, I don't want to get into that. It's <laughs> okay. fun. No, I'm dating, you know, casually dating. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I'm on the apps. People introduce me to people. You guys getting obsessed stuff. about you? Oh, guys getting obsessed with me. I mean, yeah, but not, yes. I mean, that always is going to happen, but I like weed those guys out. Like, I'm not yeah. going to hang what out. What is if it you're with, obsessed me, with me? Women don't do that typically. I well, mean, they get obsessed with Well, no, they do. They get obsessed. No, if, if you have sex with them, then they do. They have sort of a connection right, they can't let go of. But men can obsess, just obsess. They just decide, I, I got to be with that person, got to have uh, that person. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I, no, I don't know of that. You know, <laughs> I know because you've never had anybody, you've never, you've never actually asked somebody out. Let, let alone get obsessed right, about Right, you somebody. got a whole different thing. No, I mean, but I've, you know, I'm dating. It's good. Interesting stories. I don't know. Well, people we're are. listening. We're all ears. I know. You want to hear about the masseuse? It's a good story. I'm Is it? Wait, no, no, I don't. Because I feel like that's just, it's going to be like, a, oh, this was a fun fling. But no, I want to hear about you and dating. I want to hear about you and dating. Ask what, the question. Like, I do feel like maybe you have a, 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 a distorted lens <laughs> Because you deal with dating life, you right. de- it's like the because the, what deal with she deals sex. with dating life. I right. mean, she has to hear of everybody's weird problems all the time, and maybe you're you're hypersensitive <laughs> to certain things that you shouldn't necessarily. No, be looking I don't out think for. I do what? that. I don't think I trip out when I'm like, oh, this guy must be, you know, and then psychologically diagnose him to this is going to be a problem. I don't think I do that. I don't okay. think I bring my work home in that way. But I feel like I. You know, I was always in a relationship for as long as you guys knew. I was always dating somebody. And the last, like, year and a half is, like, the longest I've gone with actually not being in a relationship. And that felt like all the stuff that I tell people, you should take the time without being with someone. I actually did it, and that feels really good. It feels fulfilling and stuff? Yeah. Like, I worked on myself. I moved. I was always about my business, and now that's in a good place, like, where I can kind of have more time now to date. Know what I want. You ever thought of going— I'm desperate, you know? No, I know you're not. Hang on. Let's talk to Michael. Michael. Yeah. Hi, Michael. What about hey, Lesbo what's action? Guys? What's Any Lesbo on? action? Not lately. Well, hold on a second. And Mike was asking important questions. Go ahead, Michael. What's up? Any? Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, you guys gonna switch subjects uh, while I was waiting, but uh, I think uh, I have an anecdote that might open a new dimension to the conversation that we were having earlier about uh, sexual assault. <laughs> oh, no, and, uh, we're, that's that's the, a topic yes. of the of Bring the of the year right now. It's a very wow. yeah. We we could not sort of yes. well get into it enough. I'd say. Yeah, and and I think that, uh, what what happens is that w- what I'm about to say. Apparently, you're not allowed to to mention things like this, and but I don't give a shit. So I'm okay. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I I'm 31 years old. When I was uh, 18, uh, I was in my first year in college, and uh, I met this uh, this uh, lady that was in my class, in one of my classes, and she was she was she flirted with me for a few weeks, uh, very very uh, intensely. So one night we uh, there was a party uh, with all the people in the classroom, and uh, she flirted with me all night, right? Uh, at some point, 
uh, you know, she, we talked a little bit, and then we went into a room in the house. Everybody willingly, uh, she seemed excited about it. Uh, we made out in the in the room, and then uh, at some point when, you know, when I thought it was time to uh, move to the next stage, she was hesitant. Uh, but she was not, she was not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not defending rapists. It, it was not a, ca it was not a categorical no. It was like, mm, I'm not sure. That kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. And, and I, in, in I mean, today's I world, getting, let, let's I stop right late, there. But I was inexperienced. Hang on, let's stop so right there. Hang on, hang I, on, let's stop right there. I thought she was, well, hold on, hold on, stop right there. Yeah. So, Emily, in today's world, should, yes. mm, I'm not sure, should guys just go, okay, I'm out? Yeah, they should kind of pull back. Not pull back. I just go. Mm -mm, I mean, I in today's world, yes, when they're yeah. talking about getting consent and right. do you consent to I this. Think so that's yeah, right. I, think I think in today's, today's world, world, you pull back. I, yes. You stop. But th that was how many years ago, Michael? Oh, this was uh, I don't know twenty yeah. something years okay. ago. Okay, so we get it. Okay, <laughs> so fine. so she sort of hesitant. Then you went ahead, and then what happened? Well, uh, um, did I say twenty-two? No, about twelve. So I, you know, I kept insisting because she was laughing. And it seemed like she was playing hard to get. And uh, I was getting late, but I was obviously not as experienced as I am now. So uh, I kept insisting. And at some point, I pulled, I pulled her pants down. It's embarrassing to say. And she started crying. And I was horrified. Absolutely horrified. I was appalled. I was embarrassed. I, you know, I... I I helped her. I, it's I, funny, I, uh, you know. I'm getting I was, a weird like, feeling when you tell me this because usually women cry when I pull my pants down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's anticipation. This that's, is different. No, that's disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> that's disappointment. <laughs> she was. Can I uh, laugh you know, at this she, one? She, <laughs> yes. I was horrified, and I I did my best to to make sure that uh, that hey, you know what? I'm I don't mean to hurt you. I'm I'm sorry. I. I didn't know what was going on. I'm really sorry. I apologize. Did my best because I was I felt horrible. I was horrified. And it was not my intention at all. So we went out of the room and the party kept going. Hours later, she came on to me again. We went into the room again and we had sex. Hmm. So uh, I have no doubt in my mind that I was uh, inadvertently assaulting her in that earlier uh, stage. But I think these things are very, very nuanced sometimes. And uh, neither side, people who uh, defend rapists or people who uh, uh, always defend women, I don't think either side allows for the nuance that, that of course, in real life. I, I think, you know? the, yeah, and, I understand what you're saying, but that's kind of why I stopped you in the conversation earlier. I think the nuance has to be taken. If, if I were advising a male... I would say on the side of no. Yeah, no nuances don't aren't yeah. really uh, for for in in that space of nuance. A lot of different things go on in your in this situation. It worked out, whatever. But a lot of other experiences get packed into that right. that zone we call nuance. And isn't it interesting how again men and women for a man, particularly a young man, inexperienced. To go through that would be just confusing. Like right. what? Right. How, She's I'm, playing hard to get. Is yeah. she not? No, no not just get, confusing, but the pants come the off crying, and the crying. Yeah. It's like whoa, whoa. He and then he's traumatized by right, that. It's right. like he had no idea that was going to do that to her. Especially, yeah, young women. Don't, I mean, they it really. really don't and, know. You know what? Honestly, it didn't hit right. me until maybe a couple of years ago when this subject came up, uh, started coming up more frequently, mm -hmm. and women started speaking out more. That's when I, I went back and, and reassimilated what happened. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god, I, I almost assaulted. I I pretty much assaulted this woman without, uh, you know, intending to. And uh, my, I was raised uh, with, uh, you know, women are the same as men. Women are, uh, are equal. Women are intelligent. You should always respect women. They're not your mates. Uh, my dad was very uh, pro-woman. But uh, I guess that conversation about the specifics of, uh, of the dynamics of, yeah. of courtship, I guess. Yeah, right. and what you hear is a young... What we hear as a young person, you hear of they're the same, they're the same, they want sex the same, they want sex the same way, they want as much as you do. And as a young male, the male just goes, oh, okay. Yeah. And it doesn't really, isn't, you've got to tell the young male exactly what the differences are. And the they, older male, all male. They've been well, all male, yeah, male no, yeah. But especially younger male, it's true. And I think that in, in that moment, I feel like for a lot of you said like, oh, but I thought that she was playing hard to get. I think there's something in there too. That hard to get is like no more. No, that, that doesn't, doesn't happen, anymore. right? She says no means no, and you're yeah. better off waiting if it's someone you really like. It's always better to err on the side of like pulling back. But then when we're talking about the difference between men and women, men get erection, they're turned on. It's harder to pull back at that. Literally, right? You're you're like surging. Your body's t testosterone. It's all taking over. Whatever you know, you like. 
I do understand that for men, especially if you're drinking, were you guys drinking at this party? I'm going to assume. He's we're going to assume they right? are. Right? Yeah. So, you know, with the alcohol, that's the big problem, too. Mike, anything to add to this? Go for the butt. Okay. Oh, Jesus, uh, Mike. This is John. Uh, <laughs> so you don't laugh at him, Susan. That we're encourages it. You see, when you laugh, that's that's the same. That's Ben Affleck. <laughs> He's la- a comedian. Okay. Sorry. I was laughing at him being funny, not what he said. Okay. John from Oregon. Hey, Mike, Drew, Emily, you guys live. You live, live. more. Um, I had a question on. It's been over a month now since I've had my last drink, and I still can't sleep. Is this John? Is this John with a? Laugh? Is this John with a leg injury? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Long Not because of his leg injury. We're just long excited lost that you brothers. Know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it can go three, four months, John. Uh, it can go for a while, and especially, I'm sure, been on pain meds and stuff too, right? For that wound. Uh, no, I've I've only had. They gave me oxy for like three days, and then I haven't had anything since after that. Okay, good, nice. Uh, yeah, the sleep stuff can go for a while. Try some melatonin. Sometimes some Benadryl can be helpful, but don't do anything else. It, 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 your your brain needs to okay. heal. It needs to get its normal physiology back. You can take up to ten milligrams of melatonin, but you may need as little as just one milligram. You can try up to fifty of Benadryl, but that's it. And Benadryl only lasts for a little while, and then you get tolerant to it. But it's something to kind of just give you a little bit of a relief as your brain sort of gets back to normal. But three four months would not be unusual at all. Okay. All right. All right. That looks fun to looks fun to look fun to have. Uh, what? I don't know. I said that that sounds like fun. Oh yeah, yeah. W- waiting three or four months. How long was it before your sleep got normal? Yeah, like, not a long time. I mean, Mike was like a year. What's the background here? Because I wasn't here. He oh. stopped drinking. Explain John Letterman. Just so we all know. John Letterman's a wizard of um, Photoshop and <laughs> puts up I, amazing pictures of Drew and I in <laughs> our holes and Drew's thick full dick. <laughs> and. Um. I got I got really drunk. Uh, I went into my garage for I don't know what reason. I slipped and fell and got like a twelve inch gash in my oh, leg. Okay. I mean, it looked like and, a Nicole and Jemmy, oh you know, uh, pathology <laughs> oh, post. God. His his who his, just posted this for us? How nice was that? Oh yeah, no, John's okay. a wizard at the uh, social media. Yeah, John, no, no, I've seen you on social media. Jemmy, John. She just posted. Oh, Nicole it on, and Jemmy just posted. Yeah, oh, oh. She's promoting us. So I was nice. just saying something to her. Uh, how nice. Oh, she busted my pictures? Uh, she <laughs> no. would. You sent them to her. Did you send them to her? Of your gash. Um, I yeah. tried to, and then you said you were going to send them to her, too, also. But Why don't you send them to – send them – because you could send them to so her. So you had Susan. the gash. You had that you were drinking, and now you've stopped drinking for – Emily month. will send you pictures of her gash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The, it, it was it was it was a, a profound wound. I mean, his oh, leg was crazy. wide open. How he how he missed arteries and nerves just wow. unbelievable. But, but it looks like it looked like medical pictures I send to you guys to gross you out. Oh, yeah. it was God. like yeah. whoa. I missed those days. Yeah. So now it's been a month since you stopped drinking. Is that what I heard? Yes. I'm trying to catch up. It's been Got like two it. months. Really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Because it was a drinking related okay, yeah. event. Well, so that was his. Well, bottom. you can that take a picture, bottom. put it on Instagram, and I'll tag Nicole on it. How about that? Okay, you got that, John? Can you do that? All right. All right. I'll send it to you. All right. Done do and done. All right, buddy. Nice. Thank you for calling as always. We Thank appreciate you. you guys live. You live, man. I think uh, I can't get him on cue. Maybe you can help me with Oh, I got it. Um, <laughs> I think this, we talked to Steve K last time who was back with his wife. I think he's also a regular caller. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, that's Steve Kirkpatrick. Yes. Okay. I, well, good for him getting his wife back. He sounded very different when he's with his wife than when he's by himself. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, we got uh, – let's see. We've got some oh, – we've got a pain medicine question. Um, should we get Should we get into the Weinstein thing a little more again? Have we, have we hashed that out sufficiently? Let's talk about it tomorrow. Okay. Let's talk about this email. <laughs> okay. uh, this is from Gracie. Grace says, how do I start – this is a female. How do I start – Dating after 18 years of not dating, I'm 55 and I don't feel comfortable with dating apps, Emily. Yeah, I understand that. I understand not feeling comfortable. And just remember that dating 
and meeting people in this sense is, is like a muscle and you haven't done it in a while. So there's probably a lot of fear around that, which I understand. And so I'd say the first thing is to take the pressure off yourself and look at it like you're just really meeting people. So it's like what we told Tony Katane the last show. Exactly. Yeah. The same exact thing. Like take your time. I know you don't like the apps, but you can probably find one that actually works for you, an app that isn't so bad. But also let- – How do you do that? How do you know what – do you have to read a Yelp reviews or something? Yeah, what do you do? no. I mean like there's Bumble. There's Tinder. But, but how do you know Hinge? what one's right for you? How do you Farmers because you only. Kind of, you, put in, you put in your um, – the age range you you're get. looking for and you see what you get. Grinder works well for me. The same. But what I'm saying is I get that there's this I don't want to do apps, but I think people say that and they try. They're like, oh, it's not so bad. But I think you got to do a little bit of everything. Start saying yes to events that you wouldn't normally go to because I, I think you're going to meet through other friends. Also, um, like, you know, you get those Facebook invites things and you're like, you don't even read them. You're like, I'm not going to go to this. But if you look at it, you're like, I'm going to go to a few a week. I'm going to let everyone know that I'm single. You just got to put it out there. And um, again, take the pressure off yourself because also, you haven't if, done it for 18 years. And as you say, at 55 and you're writing, you know, 18 years of no dating and you're writing off apps, make sure you're not writing it off because of generational reasons. And of the signal. Meaning what? You know, meaning meaning what? like you're writing it off like my dad writes off StubHub. You know, <laughs> I was like, I'll just go down and buy tickets. I was like, dad, you don't have to. You can just right. Hey, right. make sure you're not just being stubborn because of something that maybe is new to you generationally. Exactly. Uh, because I, as I talked about in our last podcast, I'm from a generation where dating websites is way whack. Yeah, you had to hide it. But it's not that way anymore. It just simply isn't. It's probably the most reasonable way to meet someone. Yeah, and it's that efficient. You'll click. You can when, meet when would you you'd never normally well, speaking meet? of efficiency and to yeah. that to that end, meeting mm-hmm. people that you wouldn't otherwise meet. When do you get a dating consultant? Every time you know what I mean? Whenever I go on an airplane, there's all these like, oh I get uh, who needs those? Well, I Does think that, that some people, I mean, I don't even know what you're talking I mean, I know there's people who help you write your ad. I mean, I give no, advice. No, no, no. There are people that like, like matchmakers? Match, sort, of, sort of matchmaker-y kinds of. Yeah, you know, you know but that's they, another they, they way to do it. they hook people up from around the country. I, there's a lot of thing. different matchmaking services. You could kind of find what Oh, what something's up with Mrs. Pinsky. It was the first lady <laughs> of love. What's up, Miss Pinsky? Well, we got an email from Daryl. He said, Miss Tawny, I cannot call in, but my question is, would you ever date a follower on Twitter or Facebook, even if it's long distance? P.S. I'm in Iowa and I'm single. <laughs> I'm in Iowa. It's so yeah. cute. Yeah. Do you have a private jet? <laughs> yeah. I sent it to her. So maybe but I think here's the thing about the, you can sort these apps by age too. So it's not like you're going to be getting 30. You can be like, I want to date someone between 50 and, and 60. And you just, you're sitting home swiping and you're seeing who connects and you make sure you talk to them first. I, I, full respect world. to our, our listener. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, no, to our listener. But I, I wouldn't advise going long distances if no. somebody you don't really know. Yeah, no. and also either like, of you. But it's, it's hard to say yes to something like that. No, like, yeah, no, no, no. It's it, not a good idea. It's yeah. not either hard to say yes. It's yeah. you, you shouldn't say yes. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just shouldn't happen. I, I mean, you can try to get to know each other and then way down the line get on a plane, but n- not so way down. Should we hook up? Do a FaceTime Should call. we hook up Tony Katane with Dr. Bruce? You he has a girlfriend. No, he lives with a woman. Yeah. Oh, that's crap. <laughs> he, can we yeah, kill her? He's quite the uh, lady killer, too. He is? Yeah. <laughs> hey, this a, is true. You're going to jail, buddy. Here's a question from Raban. Uh, I'm over a porn habit. I'm res- resolute instead of giving in and resisting. I'm abstaining from masturbating for one to three weeks. The extra semen built oh. up does not come out. Uh, oh, he one wants to, to know what happens. You know, he wants to know what happens if you don't do anything for one to three weeks. Um, nothing. You won't die. You'll be fine. You may. <laughs> I know your fantasy is you will die, but uh, the fact is, uh, it can create a lot of uh, tension. Uh, but you will reduce with with less. There's sort of like a, a curve to you know how much sexual activity determines how much semen production. So the more you're active, the more semen you'll produce, and the and and that sort of one part of the curve. The other part is when you slow down, you'll also slow down with semen production, and you'll just resorb it. Your body just pulls yeah. it back in, or it will come out through. God will take it out at night. One of the some other. men they say they have more energy and clarity, right? I mean, it can be good to kind of hold back. Yeah, I think that has more to do with the behavior than than anything physiological. Yeah. And, really, and, and there also is a similar uh, curve with the testosterone levels too. They, they, you can you masturbate too much, testosterone starts to fall off, but you don't masturbate enough, testosterone also right. can be very low. Hear this, ladies? Lowish. You know how many pe- women write, "If I don't have an orgasm for a week, am I going to be okay?" Yeah, I know, I'm like this that. is a young man who's like, "Am I going to die if yeah. I don't I drop like, loads?" Right. That, that, so we've, I've encouraged women to masturbate because yeah, the more women you masturbate, yes, that is? I, I mean, know. We're, just... We always talk about we're so different. Because <laughs> so... the thing about women is they stop masturbating and having sex. They don't even think about it. For many I women. Can't even. And for so a male, he thinks more... he's going to die. No, right. He's like, I'm going to die. A woman's like, what? With the vibrator? I got to do it? God. I continued beating off. And uh, I just am <laughs> taking a break from porn. And I'm already like, Yeah, I'm in a, like a complete funk. 
And I'm just. Oh, I'm, that's why you're all whacked I'm out. I'm still today. beating off. Can you just use your, using your brain when you I get have lying? To oh, use creativity. Mind. Good for you. There's a new kind of recovery ahead here. How so? I'm just saying. You were in such a wacky mood when you walked in here, and I didn't want to ask. You just told me things, everything was flat, and eh, I don't care. I don't care about anything. It was more than usual, a little more than usual. I know you, you pride no, yourself in being that it's way. It's not more than usual because it was more of than beating usual. off. Well, it's I think, more than usual because I had to drive across town on a Saturday unexpectedly uh, when there's a Dodger game, playoff game starting. Oh. Uh, okay, okay. Son of a bitch. That was, what time Sorry. did that start? Three? Uh, five. Okay, so we'll get you out of here. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, But no, and I, uh, my loads have been a plenty. But (laughs) I know, but maybe you ought to like. I frankly, you know, I frankly stopped. It wasn't even me. I give up porn because of porn. I give up porn because I don't really want to fuck my stepsister or (laughs) see a woman gape or like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's gotten to the point where I can't You went downstream find. into horrible, right. weird stuff. No. Even just if you go to U-Porn now, you it's you have to actively try to find yeah, normal you know what people that is? sex. No, 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 no. That U-Porn has learned what you look at. Exactly. And now it's giving you all nope. that. Nope. Wrong. I hate siblings. I hate babysitter. I, hate, I want Did you hot him? girls with thick asses having sex. I don't know where in the world this – what has happened to where now we have to have, like, your – Fake stepmom come in with her new boyfriend and bang the fake 16-year-old. Like, why don't I just have a hot chick? Producer, anything on Facebook? Anybody making comments? No calls? I've got calls lining up. When you're masturbating now, without the porn, how long has it been? Like uh, Between masturbations? No, between porn. Well, he's still masturbating every day. But he's not using porn. porn. No porn, but still masturbating. So what happens? How does the process change? What are you thinking? You lay back? Are you... What are you doing? It's uh, it lasts longer, right? That's good. But I think it's because I start to feel where I'm like, am I? I'm standing here with my jeans around my ankles, like a what a loser I am. Um, where I didn't think about that kind of thing when I'm looking at right. You know, you're distracted, but now you got to use your mind, like sodomized. back in the old day, right? I uh, I uh, I just like <laughs> I don't know. I find myself much more self conscious of my. I guess nothing to okay. focus redundant. On. Makes right, sense. Got it. But uh, I'm self conscious, and I also. Um, I have to actively try not to dip into like um, dysfunctional thinking. Ooh, right. So, so, so I right. think about like think about your wife and how hot she is and naked and <laughs> well, like don't think dysfunction meaning like um, <sighs> dangerous sexual behavior. But it's just fantasy, is that? Right. It? Yeah, but I guess maybe I'm I'm gun shy to that stuff because I'm. You know, I, I in a I in a way that's a kind of an abstinence. That's yeah. kind of good. Yeah, yeah, I I also I get maybe unnecessarily um, concerned with sexual danger because I feel like I've done a lot of work on myself. It'd be like if you had a really nice car, not like a you went down and just bought a Bentley. I mean, if you had a a sixty eight a sixty nine Charger and you invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into making it show quality, you're not just going to go drag racing. Meaning, I put in so much time and effort into therapy and recovery and 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 uh, all of the uh, couples therapy, all these things for fifteen, sixteen years, and I I don't even like to dabble with things that I feel like could pull a card out of that house. And, and, and let me and let me frame that. Let me mm-hmm, use a yeah. kind of language on that that we don't use because I don't know why, but it's fine with me, even though it's not clinical language, is that it's not good for Michael's soul. Right. Yeah. It's not good for his soul. Sure. He's protecting his soul. He's developing his soul. And he's doing it with all these psychological interventions. But if you diminish – people understand what a soul is. They understand what's good yeah. for a soul, bad yeah. for a soul. He diminishes that. It, it works against him. Let's talk yeah, another he's... call here. Let's talk to uh, Michael, another Michael. We have nothing but Michaels today. Michael, what's up? Shocking. Very hey, uncommon name. can you hear me all right? Exotic yep. name. We got you. Yeah, uh, so I'm calling about my uh, grandfather. Um, He has a a lot of issues going on. Um, He's been ill for the past seven years from rheumatoid and uh, psoriatic arthritis. Mm -hmm. Um, He also also had a severe gout uh, of his uh, left knee. Okay, so so gout, hang on. All right, so hang on. So So, uh, hang on. I, I know where you're going. So let's let's talk about these situations. You have hip replacements to eliminate pain, so you can walk on your hips again. So that's over. His hips should be fine. Gout only hurts when you have a gout attack, only, unless you have some sort of chronic problem, which today just doesn't happen. So his hips and his gout 
are smoke screens. My hips. Now, My psoriatic God. arthritis should also have a remittive agent so that the pain could be tolerable. Now, that can go bad, though. Now, you can have bad, bad destructive arthritis that if you didn't get it sort of cared for properly, it can really fall apart. Now, so this may all be psoriatic arthritic pain, which can get pretty bad. It can be, but but I'm just wondering. I'm betting this is going to be a pain medicine call, call, and I'm wondering how much he's sort of justifying his pain med use with these other things that are irrelevant. Right. So he, he's he's on hydrocodone as well as a fentanyl patch. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also on prednisone, and he does regular Remicade treatment. Okay. Does he see? He must see a rheumatologist for the Remicade, right? Yes, that's okay. correct. Okay. All right, so that's, and he sees a pain management doctor for the hydrocodone and yeah. the fentanyl. Well, patch. that's uh, the, you know I always feel about that. But. I call Emily my gumatologist. <laughs> but the um... <laughs> <laughs> he liked that one. Michael liked that. One. How old's your grandpa, dude? Uh, he is sixty-seven years old. Oh, okay, so he's still a young dude. You, uh, how uh, old are you? Uh, I am thirty-two. Oh, all right. So what what is the question? Yeah, so the question is, um, he's really fed up with the pain medication, but he is scared to death to get off a of hydrocodone. He has tried backing off the hydrocodone, and, and so they actually switched him to a fentanyl patch so he could try getting off the no, hydrocodone. That's, that's a terrible move. He couldn't oh my God. stand being off the hydrocodone, right, he, so he may, maybe get a, hydrocodone but kept the fentanyl patch. All right, I just think maybe a new pain management consultant. I mean, what could be wrong with going to see another one and get with somebody that – who is enlightened and is familiar with getting people off opiates. Hey, listen, you're, I don't know if he's in Arizona, but uh, I don't know what the medical marijuana situation is like, but I'd much rather see your grandpa right. on pot than, than some of the stuff he's on here. So, you know, there's lots of things that can be done for him, a lot. And uh, the team should be talking. The rheumatologist, If I were you, I, Michael, I would call his rheumatologist, talk about your concerns about the pain meds, see if they have another pain management doctor they can refer him to. And uh, go from there. Michael just sent us both a really interesting text. I thought that was a very interesting text, right? Thank you. Yeah, oh, you God, want to I'm describe afraid. it? No, no, it's not. It's not like that if, at all. If for once, it's not gross. Oh, it's, I'm so surprised. Uh, thought provoking. Very. Yeah, it's thought provoking. Okay. Go yeah. ahead and read it, Emily, if you would like. A Look at the section. picture. Look at the picture first and describe it. Okay, I'll post it on Facebook. Okay, hold on. I I, 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 I want to give credit. Well, I, I almost. I don't know if you want to post it because it's got. It's got a. Oh, you'll okay. get. You'll okay. get shit for it. Yeah, I don't want to get political, but it's an interesting thing. Yeah. It's a picture of Harvey Weinstein sitting with Hillary Clinton and who's another Uma Abedin. Uma, okay. Uma, Uma Abedin. Uma Abedin. A sexual predator surrounded by two women who fight for women's rights, in quote, that are both married to sexual predators. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. True. What woman was this taken? Should we feel – now should we feel bad for them? I or feel bad we... for everyone involved except for Hillary Clinton. I feel. And I, listen, I'm I mean, not one of the. I'm not. I'm not some. I'm not Sean Hannity. I don't think Hillary Clinton is is a the devil, but. It's very clear when you see some behind-the-scenes stuff, whether it be leaked emails or interviews that she's not necessarily sure she's being recorded, that she's 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 definitely actively along for the ride. It's not someone who – who Mama Bill, Dean, you mean. Yeah, and Huma Abedin and, – and by the way, Hillary Clinton, you could say what you want about her. You could disagree with her right. politics. This is not a dumb person. This oh, is not no. a soft, no. weak, no, no, dumb no. person. Huma Abedin, didn't she – isn't she – Huma Abedin – She did leave him. Didn't but, she leave Weiner? Yes. Weiner? That's not necessarily good. Because now her her latest thing what what is uh, Weinstein's wife's name? Hottie McCotterson. Georgina. 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 Like our dog. What's her last name? But Georgina is seeking refuge and consultation with. I heard this. Uma Abedin. If I could pick the worst person on earth for that woman, that would be the one for both of them. Frankly, because Uma Abedin has more work to do. This is going to sound. This is not. I'm saying this in a. I'm saying with first of all peace and love. And I'm saying it from a clinical perspective. <laughs> I love to sell peace and love and talk about is, the soul. This which is, is a new Drew. <laughs> Uma Abedin has love. more work to do than Anthony Weiner. I know that sounds terrible. Anthony Weiner has more consequences to deal with and has to clean up his side of the street and bear those consequences. Right. His treatment will take a few years to get him sort of back in order in some fashion. She could take a long time to, to and would require essentially psychological microsurgery. Hey, it's just Somebody a- that would be with him, with Anthony Weiner, that's who she would be with and stay with and defend. That's right. uh, that's not somebody should be talking yeah, to. Yeah, she was probably talking to Hillary should Clinton. Not, should, mm, <laughs> she should not be talking to her, and she should not be talking to Weinstein's wife. No, no, it's just like talk, person. but not not you know supportive. Right, but Drew, I mean, you and I. How many times have we seen? This is the only I can only speak from uh, my knowledge bank 
when it comes to stuff like this. <laughs> but man, I used to know this kid. Um, I used to know him. I, I won't get into detail, but he was battling drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to know him through recovery. And he was like in his early 20s living with his mom who daily gave him money to go get drugs Comes because she couldn't she couldn't wrap her head around like laying the hammer down and 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 uh and she um paid for attorneys to get him out of jail and he to get DUIs and I, I always said that woman needs to work harder than the kid right. the kid needs to go to go to meetings and needs to abstain this woman needs to do deep therapy and it's the same kind of same thing yeah it's the exact same thing and and, and I, I know that sounds kind of glib and maybe bizarre to some people. And they're not the codependent, so-called, is not the identified patient. But I'm here to tell you that occasionally people get into relationships they slip into and they make a bad choice and they get out of it quick right. and they move on with their lives. And they take a look at themselves and go, hmm, I wonder why I did that. And then they correct. Like Eliza but, Schlesinger with the piss collector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, want to, want to describe so, that? No, I was just making an offhanded yeah. joke. But no, ahead. but it was, it was the caller was a pee collector. Her boyfriend wasn't, right? No, no. I, I thought that. that's how she knew that she found out about how he was lying about going to Ivy League school. Yeah, I remember that all had, that. All of it oh, yeah. was a facade because she discovered his, his piss collection. Oh, I didn't know about that. Right. That's so he's schizophrenic. That right? was like, his, that was like the, the, the straw that broke the camel's oh, back where she finally was like, jeez. I'm pretty sure that was Eliza. Yeah, yeah. so she had No, that. Eliza had the, the so-called Ivy League guy yeah. that was, oh, poor Eliza. Uh, but but event so so it, it it the thing about these when you get attached to people that are severely disturbed the correction you need to make in your own psyche is deep and it's what I'm just laughing at the words piss collector like it's a like I'm imagining it like a job like a well he, when like people a tax start, collector like when people, well, you were there right the yeah I think I was there yeah, yeah I remember that how could we forget when people start collecting pee or stool that's a psychotic disorder right. yeah well so. Eliza makes so you want to collect another liquid. Oh, we, oh we, we've God. not talked about the, the three of uh, Ralphie May was on when you were on Love Line. Was, she, was he not? I know. Mm. Oh, he was. Uh, you know, I've not talked about that this one. Really. Hurt, man. That one too. hurt, man. Me too. Me too. Though, I mean, don't get me wrong. God bless you. God rest your soul, Ralphie. Um, he was such a sweet man. But I'm still. I, I can't. I mean, I, I've never had a celebrity death uh, affect me like Chester. That one rocked me. Like I, I'm having trouble talking about it. You know, I just. That, I didn't know he had bad as bad depression as he did. Did you know? I kind of did. I yeah, did no, know. I did. I didn't know. He had really bad suicide. Oh, like that. And he's, in, and he's the greatest guy. You, did you ever meet him? I really? never really met him. I don't oh, think so. Oh, my God. Greatest guy ever. And, and on the heels of Chris Cornell, it was like yeah. extra. Oh. Oh. Did we find out how Ralphie died? No, I've not heard yet. Um, uh, Mike, any inside scoop on that? No. I'm, I'm assuming cardiac issues, but I, I, what, uh, what led to it? You know. I mean, there have been some substance. He's a big man. He's a big There's big been some substance dude. issues, yeah. has there not? Yeah. yeah. And, and if, you, if you are ill with a substance problem and you take too much, you'll stop breathing, and then you've got big trouble in your – Did size. you always know he had a substance problem and – He had been open about he, struggles. I, he he talk, Mike talked to him a little about it. I never discussed it with right. him. He, I don't think he really wanted to talk about it. last week. Yeah, and, he, um, and we literally we were walking around Las Vegas with my executive producer and her husband, our boyfriend from uh, Life Changers, mm-hmm. and he and her boyfriend and I were walking down the street, and I was like, "Oh my God, Ralphie Mays here!" Got, he was at the Bally's, I guess. Then mm-hmm. I'm like, we, we've got to go see him. He's the funniest guy ever. We've got to go see him. And we went over there. We saw him. We talked to him. Went backstage. Wow. We saw him afterwards. We hung He's out. A, with him. He was a killer. He was a killer. Like when he Com- got comedically. when he got on a roll. I mean, he, you, you, he was just one of those he, guys. But, I was but, actually going to call him last week too. I know for this. But but Mike, what Mike is describing is literally the case. Like he will go at the room until people are like over in their chairs gasping for air. Like the whole room. I've never seen there's, anything like there's it. There's people like you know there's there's incredibly gifted people like a Louis C.K. or a, right. or a yeah. Seinfeld. But then there's a kill like a Joey yeah, Diaz a yeah. or, or Ralphie May. Where when they get on a roll, like your, your people are getting ill because they're laughing. I, so I, hard. I, like I a, saw him once in the. Um, <laughs> it's hard to laugh when people get ill. It's true. Yeah, like it's, I, I saw him once at the in the shrine. Oh yeah, yeah. And, he was at the yeah the thing, and you you would see waves go through of people yeah. like just just the room would just right. have waves heard, of like gas. Where no and people and, people peek into almost like a like a hysteria. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, actually, ever, I've I've been in a room where Stanhope's done that. Where people, I can see that. Where you're like, yeah. stop, stop it. Yes. I've had Corolla yeah. do that too. Oh, I've, 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 that. I've had Corolla do that as a listener. <laughs> I've had Corolla do that where I, where I, where I. Uh, it's a weird thing about comedy. I don't yeah. think anybody really talks about it very much. One time, that. Corolla. I call this a machine is, gun. This when is they come at you, like Got to be like twenty it. years ago, where Corolla went off on a, a, a rant about how insulting it was about how big dicks were in porn, 
and about how insecure he felt about it. Yeah. And he's like, Drew, and then there's this, this guy comes on, pulls down his pants, and of course she's got two hands on his dork, and there's still another four inches of taco <laughs> over her. And I'm just driving my car. I'm like, oh, come on, stop. Stop it, stop. I'm laughing too hard. Yeah. I've had that happen with Howard, too, with Howard Stern. Uh, all right. Uh, we have no calls. Uh, we have anything on Facebook going on there? Oh, um, everybody thinks that Mike's in a funk. I guess he's oh. he was in a funk. And yeah. I, but I, I saw it. He's, he's fine. He's, I told him he wants run. to know what the score is for the Dodger game. I'm in a I'm funk like Bootsy Collins because I'm fucking crushing with my with no, my his amazing funk, electricity. His funk was related to having to be here as opposed to at the Dodger. You going to the Dodger? I'm trying to get. I the thought score it was related to the no porn. And I'm thinking it's related to the no point. Yeah. To that point. I, I, if I, if I, I did not perceive myself to be, but clearly everyone's saying it. <laughs> if it was, it was. It's honestly probably just because of lack of sleep. I, 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 my daughter decided that she was not going to go to sleep last night, and not like a fussy thing, just like talkity 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 talk. <laughs> and then an hour would go by, and I'm like, oh, it's awesome, she's asleep. And then you hear, Papa, <laughs> Papa. Are we gonna go buy pumpkins tomorrow? I was like, Magnolia, it's eleven o'clock. Come on! And then, and then I just couldn't. Did you sleep do that for... this morning? Is that what that picture's from from this morning? Yes, we did. We went and bought pumpkins. Aww. Aww, so bad. the no I sleep didn't bother that. her. I don't think you seem like you're more in a funk than usual. Like I feel like you Thank seem you. like Mike. No, you seem more like you know you. But my not daughter, more down than my daughter up. said the weirdest shit today. Mm-hmm. This is a three year old, please, a three year old person. Go ahead. And I go, uh, all right, we got to get our. Pumpkins, we're gonna, and she's like, we're gonna carve them, right? And I'm like, yeah, we're gonna make jacqueline too. This is second, third year in a row we've done the jack. So now she's accustomed to decorating. And I go, are you gonna make a mummy? Are you gonna make? <laughs> are you gonna make a zombie out of your? And she's like, I'm gonna make Abe Lincoln. <laughs> and I said, what? <laughs> I was like Abe Lincoln. Who Abe Lincoln is? I, and then I go, oh, that you must have just heard that name in some book at your at your school. Yeah. She's like, he was president a long, long time ago. I was like, what? Wow. So Uh-oh. Cool. But then I thought about how weird Abe Lincoln looks. Like, what a weird looking <laughs> – like, what a unique looking human Did being. Did you get a really tall – should be carving for a while. And you know, he was weird, psycholo- you know, as a yeah. personality yeah. too. Very strange. Right? He may be at Marfan's, but but he was just a not a normal – But I thought Marfan makes you talk funny. No, Marfan. No, they, you're, you're thinking of Marfan Mike. Marfan Mike. Yeah. No, no, more Marfans <laughs> is very subtle. You don't know. <laughs> Howard, Marfan Mike. He, he doesn't. Act, and Marfan Mike actually doesn't have Marfans. Turns out he doesn't. Yeah. Have. Here, here's another. So thing. confusing. Yeah. And this, I, this is not just going to be for the Stern crew. This is for world, the world. I grew up in San Marino, which is essentially Shanghai West. Uh, sh- but the, Beijing. The, but like the the, the elite, the, the yeah. rich yeah, so, part. Listen, of I know. <laughs> Chinese culture, and I feel like a close connection to it. And I, I, it bothers me that they call Asian Pete Asian Pete, as if Asian encapsulates what the fuck's wrong with him. Yeah, some I guy calls up the show, he's like, blah, 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 blah. and they're like, oh, it's Asian Pete, as yeah. if everyone who's Asian is it's impossible. I, like, I, it's palsy or something. Yeah, I think it was some reference to the inability to understand his language. Right, but this dude, I grew up a kid that got no, that, the day before they got off of some boat from Taiwan. No, I get it. I they get don't talk like that. I understand your point. I understand your point. Uh, all right. So, what about Mike? I'm just wondering if you would contemplate, in addition to stuff, ketamine. Before, in addition to yeah, well, we talked about that, yeah. but yeah, I think ketamine. Would well, do I'm going so to good. see my shrink this week. Talked about a ketamine infusion. Really, I'm not kidding. The five infusions can have of real, ketamine. Ketamine. They're marked effect on depression. But now. why can't I just do it for free with Rue Jude? Why can't it, I just go over there? It's not like, you. It's a special dose and a certain kind of infusion. My friends are doing ketamine, like in San No, it's it's an IV infusion. You go to yeah. sleep for a couple hours and then you. I don't know what the protocol is, but, right. but they have five five six treatments. Can I get one of those? Markedly to help with depression them. after five treatments by a psychiatrist it, doctor. It, it's for recalcitrant depressions. Uh, yeah, Mike's and, try, yeah, okay. yeah, Mike definitely fits I the did not know So that. we also had a request for Rudy. Oh. Which we've had so many okay. times. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Go, go get him. See, we I can, might laugh now. Go get him. We can all yeah, actually laugh. You right. want to talk about someone who's pissed that he's not watching the Dodge game. Oh, I mean, I'm just warning you guys. Okay, okay, I'm okay, 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 Rudy, come here, buddy. Rudy, oh, no, I'm sorry, man. Dude, I am so... No, there's no on. score yet, Rudy, so am, it's okay. You don't have to tell me. I got my fucking Walkman. Yeah, you know, so I can listen in my ear. 
dude, you seem actually in a better mood than I thought you'd be. I thought you'd uh, like no. have you like you'd be like swinging at people. No, right? sober October, dog. You know, oh, so you so. Oh my God. God, you're doing it with Joe and uh, Bert. Nah, I'm just lying. Oh, I, <laughs> I blazed right before I got here, fool. Okay, but, I smoked weed on my way over. All right, well, that's, but maybe that's your cutlass. I was, I was following Mike and my cutlass, and I was blazed. I had a big fat, looked like a, a fucking tampon. Well, my, maybe my, my joint. Maybe that's why uh, you're not so irritated about the uh, missing the Dodge game, or at least nah, being late to the Dodge game. The Cubs are the Cubs are mas puto. Like yeah. we can all agree on that, right? The well, Cubs are mas puto. Not last year, right? It was kind of fun. The fluke, fluke. You think so? Like is, the is this fish. The, who's your favorite Dodger right now? Oh, the, yeah, that's not even open for debate, dog. What is it? Yasiel Puig. Really? He's my boy, dog. No kidding. Big thick pito. I can you see ever, it. Like, you ever go try to find him and blaze <laughs> with him? Oh no, I, but no, we. I didn't blaze with him because he's like he's not down for that. No. He's like he told me I don't do the mota. But like one time I waited the, the muta muta yeah I don't do the muta, but I waited after the game yeah and I saw he had his white Bentley with like the suicide doors it was all gold plated and nice, shit nice and I was like hey I see and I, and so then we went to Felipe's and we got some French dip you and he and he went look we went looking for pussy. You and yourself. That's yeah. right. Panocha all over LA with Yasiel Puig. Wow. And next thing man. I know, he had like five holes, but I was still like, you know, I was like, hey, I'm a married man. Yeah, you've always been very good at sad yeah, girl. Really. No, I don't, I know. I, I ain't got no reason to like uh, go outside my marriage. You yeah. know, I like to look. You yeah. Know, I'm yeah. A, I like to browse window shopping. <laughs> I like to do como si, the pussy window shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I n- ain't never buying. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I got my. Uh, American Express maxed out with my wife. You got you the know? black card there. The black her. card with her. Yeah, you know? good for you, man. Uh, do you know it's like it's not the black card for her. It's like the pink card you for know? her. Oh, of I her, see. Because of the la, the labia, dog, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> do you notice Rudy's in an awfully good mood? He's in a great I'm, I'm mood. I'm so surprised. I, I, I thought I, he was going to be irritable, angry, exactly. and yelling at us because he's he's. Maybe it's you're looking three. forward to the series yeah. of Dodgers. Maybe that's why you're. No, I, you know what? Like this is our year for like uh, this. Is, people say like, is this one of the best teams ever? I'm like, I don't know, but I know I deserve it. Well, Been sitting you, in the left field pavilion for like nine hundred years. Hey, did you see me? Did you see me sing the, the national anthem last year? I did. I was like, <gasps> "Damn, dog!" Yeah, right. Thank you. You know, I was like, "That's the best thing I've seen since Julio Iglesias when I was seven years old." I Who went with my grandma. Went to the World Series. Or something? Yes, you no. Know, uh, we went to see Julio Iglesias. At oh, the Rose yeah, Bowl. she went to see him. I and see. that yeah. that fucking bitch left me there. She went to home. She met some guy. And you were eight years old. I was late. I was like, "Hey, grandma, how am I gonna get home?" <laughs> oh. She didn't care. This is before cell phone too. And then I found her the next day, and she's like, "Mijo, shut up." I met this vato with a big old pito like this. She did though. not say that. She did. <laughs> and then she hit me. She's like, "Why are you well, crying?" I'm sure, she hit you. She's like, "How come you're getting all up in my business?" I was like, "But you left me there." She's like, "Don't your legs work?" It's only like ten miles, and she was right. Yeah, you know, I got Did you walk home. No, I, you know, I called my friend Cricket on his pager, you uh, know, because that was back in the. You day. were eight. I know. Cricket had a pager when he was eight. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he was already slanging dog. Oh, That's why they call him Cricket because yeah, his beeper is always chirp chirp. But at age eight, I'm like, <laughs> so they was like, hey, Cricket, because it was like everywhere you go, you know, like beep 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 beep. Yeah, I get it. So sad girls, how's she doing these days? How's she been? Oh, she's good. Like her football's growing again. Her like nalgas are growing. But I still love her, you know. It's more woman to love. Does she ever get mad? Sometimes at you? I look. Sometimes I blast when I blast her 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 panocha. I blast like this, and I'll look down at her fupa, at her at her at her panza right here, and it'll go back and forth. And then sometimes it hits like um, you know, like executives have the the pendulum on their desk. You know, that's what her belly does to my to the top of my my pubes. It's just like blah 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 blah, like back and forth. And then sometimes I play a game. Where it's almost like a racquetball with her belly fat uh-huh. between my dick and her titties. Uh-huh. You know, because like, blah, 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 you know, like the, the angle. So how are your kids doing? <laughs> Which one? Rudy Jr. Rudy Jr.'s all right. Like, uh, he's having a little trouble right now because uh, he, uh, he goes to uh, Rosemead High School. Oh, I thought he was already like, oh, that's the other Rudy. That, that, that's that's Rudy so number one. Yeah, yeah, isn't there one the Rudy like thirty two? No, you mean Little Whisper? Oh, Little Whisper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But Rudy Jr. goes to Rosemead, and they they're trying to put a Heina on the football team. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's all upset. You know, he's upset. Yeah, because he's you know he's good at football. Yeah, but so what? What does he care if the, the girl on the team? He cares because like they're doing it for the Masputo political correctness. So what? If she, she sucks. Has to, she, well, the but girl, then the she will she'll, she'll be subjected to the same sort of you know uh, need to. To earn her position like any other player, I feel like um, he's really frustrated because like she just wants to play football, but he wants to tap that ass. Oh, that's what I figured. <laughs> that like, sounds more like that's where you're signing. You know there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, I get it. Because I saw her. It was distracting. It was a big, thick, fat ass. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, Rudy, um, what do we got to look forward to with the Dodgers? Are they likely to win this series, you figure? They're going to win forevers. Forever, yeah. Like, pretty do you think much that? Forevers. Do you think that uh, that Magic and his team, his squad of uh, executives, are really going to put together a, a legacy here? Yeah, but like, uh, they need to like know their audience, Doug. You know, like I feel like that Bilderberg group or whatever it is they call it, the Hindenburg or whatever the fuck his group is called. Yeah, they need to hire like uh, like Steve Gutenberg. What's it called? They they his fucking group. <laughs> Magic, the you know, <laughs> investors. Well, I'm more interested in Stephen Gutenberg being part that. of it. Why would you want Steve Gutenberg <laughs> on the dog? Guggenheim. Oh, Good, it's, Guten- it's the Guggenheim group? Yeah, that's the group. Okay. Okay. Gutenberg, same shit. <laughs> okay. And it's all a bunch of... Something Jewish. That's right, fool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I think they need to get like like George Lopez in there or like Oscar De La Hoya or some shit. To do what? Be- because they need... Like, how can you have a team where you're... It's like... Red Lobster needs a couple black people working there because you can't have a 90% black clientele without, like, people to help them. The Dodgers can't have 95% of the people there named Gomez, Sanchez, Gonzalez, and then everyone that owns it, there's no vodka. So let me see who's in the Guggenheim partners presently. (laughs) Not George Lopez. Key people. Oof. Oof. A lot of of names like Schwartz and Irvin. Listen, dog, I'm down with that. You know what I'm saying? I love my Jewish friends. But I'm saying if the Dodgers are going to be the Dodgers, you could throw in one brown guy. That makes sense, right? How about a woman? Nah, that's not get, that's not get crazy. Come on. There's no, <laughs> listen. It's, really? the, hey, what do you think about the Weinstein thing? Did you have any thoughts yeah. about that? Dog, you know what? I was thinking about it. I, I figured. Like, what do you think? Damn. I, it, who doesn't love pussy? Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Okay. But you can't be treating ladies like that. Okay. See, I find that out of his goddamn mind, fool. That's what I'm talking about. Ladies yeah. deserve to be treated with respect. And I understand you want to tap that ass, but that doesn't mean you got to be like an animal. You got to massage your way in there. You can't punch your way in there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You get a girl, you take her out on a date, throw the top down on your cutlass or your, or your impala. And you you reach over and you hold her hand. You're like, I'm going to sing the slow jam to you, baby. No, hold on. Before you sing the slow jam, there is some new news on uh, Mr. Weinstein. The mm. Motion Picture Academy has expelled him. Yeah, I saw that from this morning. the American Picture Academy. First so. thing in the morning. Yeah, okay. so well, I'm, I'm a little behind, Susan. Thank you. Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> Tawny's been telling me that, too. Okay, Rudy, time. now you can sing. I reach over and I, I touch her on her leg, you know, like this. I, I say, hey, we're going to go get some... Al Pastor tacos right now. But before we do, I want to let you know. Always and forever. Evers. Each moment with you. It's just like a dream to me that somehow came true. And then sometimes I could sense that she's getting like mojada downstairs. Mojada, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A little bit, just a little drip, drip. You know, <laughs> you know. I want to tell people about your famous song, the song I love. This is a you live podcast. We're this sort of it's a reunion, live. and uh, heart and Rudy. One of the first time Rudy came in, he played a song. He composed a song right there, based on a caller. Well, this bitch calls up. She's like, <laughs> I really like, I really like to um, lick my boyfriend's butthole. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That's true, Susan. It's what happened. Hey, don't don't trip. She said this for yeah. reals, right, Doctor yeah, Drew? That's what happened. She goes, I really love licking my boyfriend's butthole, but only when I'm high. Yeah, she was like and super I said, high. Simple Otherwise, solution: I can't... smoke more blunts, lick more butt. Oh, and then he came up with a song to accompany this. Wait, maybe do it. Here it goes. I don't remember. Uh, smoke, smoke more blunts, lick more butt. No need to live your life with your brown eyes shut. <laughs> Key to every young man's soul <laughs> is a some fine ass weed and a licked butthole. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Key to every young man's. There's a soul. lot of truth to that too. Dog. Now remember, ladies, you don't have to laugh at it. It encourages more. You can sit and go. Mm, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that. Mike and I can laugh. At it's pretty. <laughs> I know. It's not but, funny. But Rudy, Rudy, you know Rudy. And by the way, you can't judge him. He's from a different culture than you. That's right. right. So how dare you no, judge? I'm him? I'm from the Supreme Culture. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Aztecs and shit mm-hmm. figured out like calendars mm-hmm. way before white people. You're and getting, you're and getting hey. hearts and and scary faces and, like oh. <laughs> and Jessica. That's right. They found the Jessica. It's true. Like we were smoking weed crazy long time ago, dog. But I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they discovered that in Asia, though. 
Oh, the Yesco is definitely. I think. Yeah. I think. I think, so. I think that, but like, I think na- your people put it to good use. They named it marijuana, which is actually just—it's not even really weed. You know that the word marijuana is a is like some Mexican tobacco. Oh, but uh, like, yeah, I did read some. But they that. adopted that name for yeah. it in America for some reason. Yeah, it's crazy. As opposed to was it called hemp elsewhere? Or is it cannabis? Like, cannabis? I don't know. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Rudy, thank you. I appreciate you being in a good mood for us here. Uh, hey, I'm in a great mood, dog. Yeah. Like the Dodgers, go Dodgers, are gonna win the World Series. My my lady has a has like a nice thick juicy ass. Yeah, my kids are kids all are like, doing good. They're my healthy. Kids are all like you know they're not in jail or nothing. They're all like on honor roll. Good for you, man. I've seen you come. You covered a lot of territory back since you like, first composed. Lick more, smoke more blunts. Lick more butt. I got a trunk you, full of weed. Uh oh, I got like I didn't. I don't think you want to say that. I know you like that's true. Like I know. Well, there's probably no cops listening, right? Well, you can go out legal the dog. I got cataracts. Okay, all right. So, Fuck you. I got the have, medical card right here. Your prescription, like everybody. I keep my medical card does in Joe my Rogan, foreskin. Does Joe Rogan have prescription? I wonder. Uh, Joe Rogan's dope. I bet you he's got prescription. I keep trying. mine in my foreskin. <laughs> All the time, dog, and not even in my wallet. So, like, I get pulled over. Hey, I hey, get right me up. I just roll back Rudy, my foreskin right here. Rudy, take a look, dog. Rudy, we're going, right we're here going on south, my friend. We're going Officer, south. take a look hey, at my feet, though, right Rudy, here. I'm going to ask I'm gonna ask Mike to come back in. Thank you, I buddy. got my prescription number go, tattooed on my asshole. Go watch. <laughs> oh, my God. The Raiders moved to Las Vegas. I told Vegas. the judge. Wait, wait, dude. The, Ra- the Raiders moved to Las Vegas. I know. What's going to happen I already bought Landon Henderson County. Okay, good. All right. You can't stop. All right, Rudy. We'll talk later. Mike, welcome back. Hey, uh, and hey. another thing. God bless all those people affected by speaking of Las Vegas, mm. that yeah. shooting. Yeah. It's gross yeah. and repugnant and shit. Yeah, repugnant and shit. Good. Well yeah. done. True. Well said, my friend. All right, uh, Emily, thank you for joining us. Love As always, it. it's a pleasure to get the, the old band back together, <laughs> get the really team back together. Hey, yeah. Emily, you give up the butt. You know. We can talk about that. Yeah, she's she's a skinny right hind now. Like, I don't know if the skinny hindness can tolerate Huh? You wouldn't be into my butt. Nah, I'm a, I'm a married man. Yeah, I got you. But I'm pretty sure, like, if you like really need it, like, if it was to save your life, I got your number. I take a crack at your asshole for sure. <laughs> okay, all right. I before definitely Facebook, before Facebook kicks us off. How are the all <laughs> the scary faces doing? The scream faces. Yeah, yeah. I got some scary yeah. faces yeah. and a few thumbs up and right. some pretty angry people. But um, Kyle, white women. A, Kyle wants a shout out. He says I'm a bunch of angry white women. Oh, and yeah. since sobering <laughs> up, my depression's gotten worse. <laughs> Oh, what he, do yeah. Mike and Drew recommend? Get, get to a meeting immediately yeah. because it, yes, because that that if you don't replace the alcohol with something, and you're really right. a true alcoholic, you you mood and anxiety can go out. Exercise the too, man. Nutrition, sleep, all that stuff. But meeting, meeting, meeting. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you, thank you. Those that um, support us here. Thank you to Hydrolyte. Thank you to the amazing program at the Alliant.edu, the California School of Professional Psychology. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, at Dr. Drew, at Weekly Infusion, at First Lady of Love. Go to drdrew.com slash contact and send us all your questions. Um, upcoming shows, we've got a bunch of stuff. We can set it up for you guys and just give us some suggestions. Uh, also look out and check out the podcast with uh, Corolla, Heishober, Dr. Bruce, Dr. Spaz, Bob Forrest, uh, and the new show with Ami Horowitz, the Howard Vortex. All right. We'll see you all later. Thank you all. Thanks. See you next time. All right, it is fall and your immune system is about to get tested, everybody. Not only does the changing weather mark the start of cold and flu season, it's also back to school time when kids become walking Petri dishes. While catching something may be inevitable, there is no excuse for letting yourself get dehydrated in the process. So when you're wiped out with cold or flu, the first piece of advice, always to drink plenty of fluids, but we seem to forget that. Now, once you've started feeling dehydrated, it's already too late for water or sports drinks. Rapid rehydration requires the proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water, and nothing gives this like Hydrolyte. Hydrolyte's formulation is based on established, proven science, and it is the simply best rehydration product I've found in this country. Hydrolyte comes in great flavors, orange berry lemonade, and it's available in a pre-mixed drink, powder, or what I prefer, those effervescence tablets. You just drop in a glass of water, a bottle of water, off you go. It's like your own portable IV, but you can do it enterally. Compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-use, easy-to-follow instructions. You can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or online at Amazon.com. And for a limited time, our listeners can save 30% on Hydrolyte. Just click the banner on our site, drdrew.com, 30% off. Great deal. Do it. Remember, you can find all these podcasts at drdrew.com. 
the Dr. Drew podcast, the This Life podcast, and the Adam and Drew podcast, which is available five days a week. Find them all on iTunes and rate us five stars. Subscribe and get it first. And if you're really happy, click on the Amazon banner at drdrew.com to help support the show. We'll thank you for it. If you join the email list via drdrew.com slash contact, we'll send you a weekly infusion newsletter with Dr. Drew's news. We're so grateful when you get in touch. We read all your emails and we'll bring you the subject matter you want to hear about. You live.